Welcome to My Navigation of the NDIS, a podcast by myself, Leonie Whiting, and my support worker, James Lonson. On this podcast, we will be talking about the ups and downs, ins and outs of my experience navigating through the NDIS. Both James and I speak from our experiences only, as we do not work for the NDIA. And episode of My Navigation of the NDIS with Leonie and, and, and myself, James. Um, so why don't we just start with a bit of a recap of what your fortnights look like. That's the dogs mm. in the background. Just yeah, that's FYI. the dogs in the background. Um, it's been an interesting fortnight. There's been a lot of changes. Um, something we thought we had sorted with NDIS has turned out not to be sorted, so we've had to deal with that. Um, there's been a hike in pay rise with um, general people throughout Australia, so therefore our NDIS funding is impacted on that because the price rise has come into play. So don't be um, complacent and think that, okay, NDIS is going to adjust our plans according to the price hike that has gone from... $57.30 to $62 something. Not very accurate, just as an FYI. Yeah. Um, In the past, they have just automatically um, covered, covered our hours that we normally would have um, with the pay increase. So don't become complacent in that. Make sure that that's definitely going to happen. Um, I think with with that, um, as a, a person that likes to you know advocate for their clients, um, participants should be out there and they should, if a pay rise comes on, um, should request a schedule of supports, which is basically a breakdown of how much your supports cost um, and that creates transparency um, as well as allows your plan manager and your support coordinator to accurately budget out your or yourself if you're plan mani- uh, self-managed to accurately budget out your, your funding. Okay, getting on to the uh, mods that happened in my home, which I'm very, very grateful for and NDIS have provided. When the initial quote went in, it was prior to COVID, so therefore we were covered for everything according to um, post-COVID pricing. But then the mods actually occurred after COVID, so therefore it had increased by $2,000. So we had to go back and redo my whole plan to incorporate the fact that that quote had changed. So, so that, sorry, just, just on that, that was a whole plan review. Yes, that's correct. Not just the bathrooms modification, the whole plan, which means that my plan date and end date change, beginning and end date change, because they've, re- they've renewed the whole plan. So we have had the modifications done and the builder went to get paid and they neglected to increase the um, modifications by that amount of money. So therefore, the builder has been underpaid and we now have 
to go through the whole process again of having my whole plan, not just the bathroom modifications, my whole plan redone, which was approved yesterday. So it's been a long two weeks, the poor builder's been so patient, but um, it, and of no fault of his own. Unfortunately, with COVID, as you know, the cost of everything has gone skyrocketing and wood being one of those things that have just gone through the roof and become very hard to get. Yes, um, so I think that the other thing that I should have added before about the um, price increases is that we're unsure whether uh, your plans get adjusted automatically via NDIS. So that's something that- So that's um, what I was to, saying. We need to look at. Yeah, don't become out. complacent. Don't think it's automatically gonna change. You are in control of what happens with your funding. So don't think that you, you put it in the hands of someone else and they're gonna automatically do it. Excuse my dogs. That's that doesn't happen. Um, so, and I from my own experience. So therefore, um, don't become complacent. It is your money that the NDIS has provided for you to maintain your um, skills and roles in life to be um, to remain independent. So don't allow someone else to do it for you. And if they are doing it for you, be on top of it. Make sure that they are doing their job properly, that they have asked all the right questions and they've given you answers to make you feel secure that everything's still gonna be okay. Because I think, I think that with, with NGIS, you know, I mean, we've, we've all seen the stories where um, providers, you know, take advantage of, of their clients and, you know, there is there is a little onus on, on the um, NDIA um, to, to stop those those people. But there's also, you know, the the participants can, can take a little bit into their own, own hands by, by knowing what things cost and knowing that, you know, simple stuff like what a schedule of supports is, what a service agreement is, and understanding that they're two things that, you know, you're entitled to ask mm -hmm. for um, that will give you, that should give you peace of mind of knowing exactly what you're gonna get charged and when you're gonna get charged and how everything works. That's exactly right. I did that with my laundry. I um, applied for my laundry the first year I moved into the house. Um, the laundry was just not uh, designed in a user-friendly way for me. Um, NDIS recognised that. The first builder that uh, came to my home, his quotes were just through the roof. And I've been very fortunate in my life that I've had a bit to do with the building industry. So has my father, so does, does my brothers. Um, so therefore, I knew a little bit about costing of things and I, I nearly fell over when this guy actually gave me the costings. Do not trust that what they give you is actual fact. They are taking advantage of the fact that the government is supplying this money to people with um, needs so that they, they think, oh, okay, there's government in front of it, we'll charge triple the price. Well, that's not right because that money has to come from the taxpayers. So one, everything off themselves because they would be a taxpayer. And two, 
they're risking that we may not in the future have NDIS. If we overspend what, um, what is a privilege to us in a lot of ways, it, it's by all means it's necessary and, and I'm extremely grateful. But it's also a privilege. There are lots of countries in the world that don't provide this for people with disabilities. So we're very lucky in that regard. But that doesn't give us a right to rip the government off because we're really ripping off ourselves and our taxpayers' money. So I wasn't happy with that. So I changed OTs and I changed builders until I finally got a quote that I felt was reasonable uh, within the scope of work that needed to be done. And with, with um, getting your modifications done, you are able to, um, depending on how your plan is set out, um, get outside sources that are not registered. Um, so that can also make it a lot cheaper as well. Exactly. So yeah, don't be complacent that that's what the OT, that's the builder the OT has recommended to you. The, um, the, the emphasis is on yourself. It's how you feel within yourself. I could not proceed without feeling guilty about spending that sort of money. Um, and I wouldn't even, even if I was paying for it myself, spend that amount of money. I won't go into the monetary details, but it was extremely, um, there was an extreme difference between prices. It, it went from quite reasonable to just astronomical. Triple the price, and it was just ridiculous. So just be aware of those things. Make sure that you have this in the future. If we overspend now, we might, we might, I'm not saying it would, but we may very well ruin it for ourselves in the future. So we need to be careful of that. Um, and, and just mindful of what's going on in your own home. Um, so yeah, just, just be on top of that. Make sure you see your quotes. Make sure you're happy with your quotes. Don't just trust that um, what the people are telling you is factual. You need to look into that yourself. You've got to take some responsibility on your own shoulders. It's just how it is. Um, so <coughs> that sort of leads us into a, a, our next section. Um, so why don't you tell us, uh, give us a breakdown of your current supports. Um, well, I have a carer in the house every day because I suffer very badly with vertigo, which is caused by my dyskinesia. So I can't be, I live on my own, so I can't be trusted to be in the house on my own for great long periods of time without having someone here to assist me and make sure that I don't do something silly because I'm extremely stubborn and independent and I do silly things like climb ladders and you know get up on things I shouldn't do and all this sort of stuff because I'm trying to be independent and even though I know I can't do it doesn't mean I don't do it and I'm starting to waffle. So um, yeah, you just gotta be mindful of that and, and so they come in to make sure that to, to rein me in and make sure that I behave myself. Um, I have shower assist and I've had many things supplied to me by the NDIS, um, such as ramps, toilet bars, um, shower chairs, my lift chair, which is a, 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 like a Smokey Dawson chair, if you know what that is. It's a chair that actually lifts you up, up and so into a standing position and you can lean against it and it'll actually lower you down into a sitting position. So they provided that for me. I have an electric scooter which um, 
I can get to the shops too and things and to appointments and things like that when I'm not capable of driving and when it's not raining because they're an electric scooter you shouldn't take them out in the weather. Um, and I have had gardening support. I think that's everything. So your support, the support workers that you have, you have multiple. So again, you don't have to have the one. So no. you've got myself. I've got um, and three, three others. Three others. Yes, yep. I have four in total. But yep. um, so my shower assist is a different to person to um, James. I also have two other carers that come through. Are support workers. Sorry, I don't like to call them carers. They're support workers. Um, because now he's going to make me laugh and I'll lose my train of thought. Um, because they are there to support you. They are not there to look after you. 100%. They are certainly not your slaves, so don't treat them like one. Um, but in saying that, if you need things done, ask. Don't be frightened to ask. You know, don't be overly polite. Just say, look, I need don't this done. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. Don't listen to that bit. I don't mean as don't in be, don't be rude. I don't mean to be rude. I'm just, some, some people think, oh, come in, make a cup of tea, sit down, let's have no a tea, chat. No tea da, 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 da. No coffee. And that's fine, but that's not getting the things done around the house that need to be done. So don't feel that you're being rude by saying, can you make the bed for me, please? Can you take out my garbage, please? Can you assist me in the kitchen, please? Don't be frightened Order. to say Support. these things. It's exactly right. So don't think that you have to still do everything when you've got a support worker there with you. They are there to assist you in maintaining your independence. So make them assist you. Don't just be overly polite, is what I meant by. But don't tell them to F off or anything like that because that's just not appropriate. No, it's not appropriate. Um, and then I suppose you have, as far as support, other supports, you've got your support coordinator and a plan manager. That's correct. Yep. So, uh, you know, that's the support coordinator is there to help you organise. Paying of my bills. No. They are there to help you support you with your um, the, the other, your other supports. So a support coordinator does coordinate your supports, mm -hmm. you know, um, in other words. And then the plan manager is there to pay all the bills. Yes. Um, but the, su the support coordinator will talk to the plan manager. So if you are unsure of something, what I meant about assisting to pay with my bills is that I will ring my support coordinator and say there's an issue here like with my laundry and therefore she will deal with all that and then come back to you and say I've dealt with it it's done it's it's finalized and then my plan manager who is the people that I use to pay my bills will pay the bill yeah. um, so then we were, we're going to talk about all the other stuff that you sort of um, had done around the house to, to help you with your independence, mm -hmm. a lot of which you've mentioned um, previously. Um, so we have the laundry. Um, hopefully, I'm going to get some pictures of these on this video. Um, so the, the laundry done. Um, we've had some um, ramps through everyday mobility, um, a scooter through scooter warehouse, 
um, oh, I don't know the exact name for them, but bars to help with you know getting in and out of doorways. Assistant bars. Assistant bars. Um, yeah. Getting in and out of the bath as well um, through everyday mobility. Um, a shower chair again through everyday mobility. Um, the laundry that was done by Dane. Dane. Um, so that's DNL Constructions, I think. DNL Constructions. Push button light switches, which which you know, were done by Andrew Armstrong, our local electrician. And I think they're from TLC. TLC? No, that's that's a band. Is that? I don't know. TLC. Anyway, they're a type of light switch that is designed. They're semi-smart. Yeah. Semi-smart. Yeah. Like me. Semi-smart. Semi-smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but they're 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 um, very good. Excel. They're Excel. Yeah, I'm sure they're Excel. I'll they're just grab the box. They're very good for um, people with uh, control, like, uh, I don't know the right term for it, but it, um, uh, flying pressures, like flying pressures, I think. Just, just saying that we're going to edit all these down. Clipsaw. 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 TLC. It wasn't TLC at all. sometimes and we'll think oh we should have said that differently so please um anytime that you need something clarified just send us an email and we'll try our best to um not an email just contact me through um facebook, facebook on because that was that was something to, that we, yeah that we was chose not to do, do. Yeah. that was something we didn't do in the last one was that you can follow us on facebook well yes. follow leonie not, not me navigation of the NDIS. So, um, Which yeah. should be at down the bottom. Down the bottom of down this. Bottom. Yeah. Down Le- the link's below. The link's below. Will you stop sticking <laughs> it on my face? Yeah, so the link's below. Um, so, yeah, anything that you need clarified, just ask and we'll try and clarify it. Um, and any questions you might want to ask, if I can find out um, the information on, I certainly will try for you. Like I've said, I'm, I don't work for the NDIA. I'm not an expert on any of this. I'm only telling you what I go through so that you can see that um, it's not always easy. It's, it's certainly beneficial, but it's not always easy. But it's like anything in life. Nothing's ever easy. Um, you just got to try and navigate through it the best you can. Because it also has it's been a pretty hectic um, fortnight for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you've had... I've had a seven, biopsy. Seven biopsies, was it? Seven. Um, I had uh, 12 needles um, put in my throat to biopsy seven, uh, sorry, eight nodules. Um, sorry, four of the eight nodules were biopsied. So it was 12 needles, three needles per nodule. So um, for a while there I had a bit of a sore throat. Um, they still, I still don't know the results of what's going on there, but that just added pressure on top of everything else. And you've also had a few bad days with, with pain? Yeah, um, the dyskinesia is quite painful, so the cold weather doesn't help it. Um, I overheat within myself, so therefore I tend not to dress like for winter, and my muscles have getting cold, and with the dyskinesia on top of that as well, it's just been extremely painful, which tends to land me in in bed for at least one or two days. And um, 
and that stops, you know, all this stuff happening um, on time. <laughs> so, yeah. But we're feeling a lot, well, you're feeling oh, a lot I'm better. I'm feeling a lot better today. today. Yeah, I'm out of bed, so that yesterday was a bad, bad day. But, you know, and I have them, and, and they're really hard, but um, I think tomorrow's going to be a, a better day. Um, and I would never hurt my family in any way by doing something silly. So, um, yeah, I just think about that all the time when I'm feeling as low as that. I feel that um, I've got a family, I've got children, I've got a husband, and it might, it might stop me from suffering, but it's going to make them suffer really badly if I'm not here because I'm extremely low. And... Um, and so, therefore, that's important for me not to hurt them. So and there's yeah. also supports out there for, for anyone that's... Uh, yes, that's correct. ...in that circumstances, yeah, like Beyond Blue and... Lifeline, Lifeline and all of those, and all sorts of those of things. ones out there. Yes. And, and my main support is that I have support. I have support workers come in every day. Well, James usually pops, um, usually pops the, the brunt of it all. I, I'll go off and, and, and on my tangent, and then he'll just calmly listen... So yeah, and that's always nice um, to know that I can talk to him and my other care workers, uh, other support workers, support workers. Um, and although they may not understand exactly what I'm going through, they do listen, and that's important too. I mean, explaining that I live on my own, uh, I'm married to an interstate truck driver, he's home one day a week, so that's how I live on my own. Um, so he lives out in the road and I live here and I have a Clayton's husband, you know, the husband you have when you don't have a husband. It's it's an old ad that used to be on television and Clayton's was the drink you would have without having a, a drink, so I have a Clayton's husband. Yeah. Right. And that brings us That's to the, the end, end of another podcast. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us. See you next time.